Hey. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, uh, yeah, so I got my Botox today. <laughs> from my migraine. Um, we talked about it before. <laughs> um, but also, yeah. Um, so I went to, ended up going to the ER yesterday, right? Because it just, it wouldn't go away and it got really, really bad. It was so bad. It was as bad as it's ever been. Um, and uh, my, my the migraines, which is, I mean, I rarely get them anymore because the Botox works so well, right? Um, so I go in and they give me like the migraine cocktail. Um, it works, it takes effect, whatever. I go home, I end up sleeping. Yeah, I go to bed, you know, a little earlier than normal for me. Woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I was like headache free. I was pain free. It was great. I was like, oh, that's good. It took a long time. And then I could feel it sort of starting to come on as the day progressed. But then I, I knew I had the appointment for the Botox, right? So um, I went in and I was, and she was doing it. And I was talking to the doctor about having gone to the ER yesterday. And she's like, well, what'd you take for breakthrough? Did you take your Brelvi? And I was like, no, I don't have anything for break, like for the breakthrough migraines because I never get them. Like, mm -hmm. um, ever since I started the Botox for migraine, like it's so great. Like the only How time often do you have to get the Botox for the migraine every 12 weeks, mm. every 12 weeks you have to do it. And for me, um, like I, and it's been scheduled that way. Cause I schedule the next one, but you know, as I leave the first, as I leave the appointment, but the one, the first time that I sort of missed the window was, um, pandemic because my appointment was scheduled like that March of 2020 when ah. the world shut down so I ended up not being able to go in it was one of the first things that was I was able to reschedule and that they told me to come you know I should come in for which was good mm -hmm. because I was starting to get the the you know sort of on the edge of my head migraines and then um and then this time my scheduling was off for some reason. I was overdue when I got scheduled. It was, I don't know what happened with the scheduling, but I ended up being off by several weeks. And I started to get this, these low-grade migraines like a week and a half ago. And then they just sort of kept progressing and progressing. And it's just like, bah. Do you notice like an immediate relief after getting it? Like today? Did oh, the... getting, uh, no, it, it, I mean, usually... No, I didn't get, I didn't get immediate relief from it today. I was going to say, usually I'd, it's not an issue because I'm not in pain when I get right. it. Um, I didn't get immediate relief from it today, but it will, I mean, Botox generally takes a couple of days to sort of settle into your body, whether you're doing it for migraine or whether you're doing it for like vanity. Cosmetics. Right. Yeah. You know, she actually did a little few extra around my face, the front part of my face today. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, because they do like in between your eyebrows. So it gets that big 11 and then on the sides right here and then up along here. Huh. But like I can still move, but I don't have any like wrinkles. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because I was getting I was getting Botox for vanity before I got it prescribed for the migraines. Um, I've never had it. I want to get it. I'm just broke. Yeah. <laughs> well, like anybody, I have a copay for the drugs, which is, you know, which then I have to get like reimbursed through mm -hmm. like allergen because they have a program for it. But um, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's still like, it's like 130 bucks was my copay. At least it was the last time I had to pay it. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I've had to pay it in a while. Hmm. This may have That's... been, is this my first, what, what month? No. 
this this is like at least my second one this year. So I don't know what's my health insurance deductibles. I don't know. I don't know what it all is. I just know that um, I generally don't get charged for it. <laughs> and it, they call me and it turns up, you know, they, you know, it turns up at my doctor's office and I go in, I get scheduled and, um, and all that. And then she has a few extra that she'll do like along like my neck and shoulders right here, which is where I have, as, as you know, from having treated me, that is really, really bad right in here. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, you know, we'll be back on the road to, to, to full health here soon, which is good. Then I can work tomorrow. Yay. I took yesterday and today off. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. You were like, let's still record last night. I'm like, oh. and then you're like, nope. I'm like, I didn't think so. <laughs> probably I probably rest. did that while I was still at the hospital. On <laughs> drugs? Like, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was the drugs talking, the pain pills. Yeah. Right. Well, they didn't even give not, me like not pills, injections. Like they gave me, they gave me Toradol, which mm. is, which is just fine, which was just fine. They didn't give you, you know, the, which is, I think it's just like, I like liquid Motrin. Right. But it's like, I did every time I've ever had it, I've always, it's like, not that I've had it. A time, but I feel like the times that I've had it probably for migraine, you know, going in, I feel like it helps. That's and, good. So and between that and then they gave me Benadryl and they gave me magnesium and they gave me something for nausea because I was really nauseous too. Uh, yeah, I hate how migraines trigger nausea and vomiting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting like the visual, like the aura stuff. Like I get I get the eye pain, but mm-hmm. I wasn't getting like the auras that, that you can get with it. So, I mean, they turned the lights off in the little room I was in, which was, you know, great of them. It wasn't like those were crazy bothering me, but it was nice. Yeah. Know? Couldn't turn down the people that were in the rows, you know, <laughs> 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 the little beds, the beds down the road, rows next to me. And, but anyway, so anyway, yeah, it's all good. Oh yeah. We'll be still be able to record. No, I did. I was able to watch it and then I went to sleep. So I didn't uh, even do that. And I wasn't even in the hospital. I went to bed early last night. <laughs> um, and um, I just want to apologize if Charlie starts barking because it's thundering. I don't know if you can hear it through my microphone, but it's storming really bad here. So he's freaking out. He's like yeah. not leaving me alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was thundering here. It is here too. And Tony lunchbox is also scared. And so he went running. He likes to be in the basement. Um, and Smart dog. <laughs> so he'll go down and um baby stepfrauded is down there so at least he'll have company and um had a life mate was down there but he's cooking dinner now at like nice early yeah and because we eat early because mm-hmm. he goes to bed it's so early so like our whole evening is so early <laughs> mm-hmm. so but um and then it'll be ready for me when i'm done recording so that's so nice yeah win-win um i'll be going to true food after this True food. Kitchen. Oprah Winfrey's restaurant. Oh, I don't know it. Where is it at? Annapolis. There's one in uh, Rio where you went. You went to Rio, I think, right? With Danielle yeah. once? No. Okay. The, well, there's one in Annapolis. And they opened up. They're opening up everywhere. But it's like really healthy food. Mm. But it's good food. Good cocktails. So. Yeah, and all vegetarian and stuff for your. Nope, they have meat and stuff, but they do have a lot of like gluten free and all, you know, vegan oh, okay. stuff. But they do cool. have meat and everything, fish. Cool. My mm-hmm. um my monthly dinner date 
with my women, my fab four women that I have that monthly standing dinner day with these women. And we always schedule the next one, you know, before we finish leaving the, the, the one we're at to Marks. make sure that we, you know, yeah, to make sure that, well, we actually schedule it and do it. Like these are like non-negotiables, right? Um, if one girl gets sick, we wouldn't do it because it, the whole point is all four of us together in person. But in any case, one of the girls is a vegan mm -hmm. and she's like pretty hardcore vegan, right? And stuff. And then the rest of us, like, I mean, we're all meat eaters, but it's not like we're, you know, super carnivore, right? Like you have to have our steak or whatever, but like we were at, we were at this um, Chinese, was it Chinese or was it Japanese? restaurant and um me and this one other girl got there first and um and it was going to be way before Lori was going to get there but my friend Karen was there and she's like I ordered the the little octopus the baby octopus <laughs> there's like the octopus like appetizer uh-huh she's like I want to finish eating it before Lori gets here because I don't want to be eating the octopus in front of her oh does she care like when I was vegan I didn't care for other yeah, people no, at least. I mean she does she doesn't care but like you know like she just didn't want to be rude like hi yeah. order octopus and these like you you can tell what they are from the shape right mm -hmm. like it's not like it's the meat like calamari you know you know i don't know it, she was just so funny though like i mean no. if she hadn't gotten there early and it hadn't worked out like she would have ordered it in front of Lori. it wasn't that like an issue but, <laughs> mm -hmm. but i do think it's funny um <laughs> Yes. So she actually, she picked when she, she picked, when it was her turn to pick for her birthday, she picked a Thai place or vegan. Oh, nice. Uh -huh. So, um, I mean, we do Thai actually really frequently with this group of ladies. And then when she chose a Thai restaurant for her birthday, I was like, oh, there just must be a ton of vegan options that she can get that she likes a lot. You know what I mean? It's not just... You don't just want like one or two options, right? Because when yeah. it tastes like shit, you know, you know, okay, this is it. This is all I get. Um, so she, I don't know, there seems like there's a lot of options that are really good that she likes. It. Nice. Good for her. She's my my local educator for all things vegan and <laughs> anyway, that's my spiel. So we had another double decker episode, double decker episode of mm -hmm. um, sailing yacht, below deck sailing yacht. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have 
is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it is super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. And now back to the broadcast. So we are talking today about season four, episode 14, Hurricane Bonnie. Previously, we see Gary getting sushi eaten off of him from the charter guests. And we see a preview of Bonnie coming to visit, who is Daisy's sister. Mm-hmm. And Captain Glenn getting angry that the stewardesses are giving poor service. Yes. And then we see the guest walking into the window and cutting his head. <laughs> Bonk. Boing. Which is really funny. I mean, it's how not much, funny, how but it's funny. How do you hate Daisy these two episodes? I hate her so much that when I saw her sister and saw her sister look like her, I hated her sister off the bat. For no reason. <laughs> for no reason. I was like this bonnie chick could be cool as hell but she's related to daisy and i'm really upset at daisy right now <laughs> and she looks too much like her <laughs> and, and gary as usual we don't, oh my don't God. like gary they were both getting it this time so anyway yeah yep anyway so we start off with uh daisy blaming the radio saying that they didn't have service um, and that's why they didn't respond to the guest ca- uh, head injury very quickly. And it took them 15 minutes to respond. And yeah, like, like a little montage they showed of her screwing up the service, right? And like, oh, yeah, I don't listen when you guys are docking the butt. Oh, I was literally up there like five minutes ago when no, it had been 15 minutes. And and the, the, the guests walking, like they just like having it all back to back. I was like, oh. I love you, producers. I know. They, they like gave me countdowns. some great, great Glenn clips. This, these I, I was thinking about you when he's <laughs> eating the ice cream. I was like, eating later on, I wrote cream. that down. <laughs> I wrote it down. I was like, Katrina's happy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. And then Gary was blaming. Gary was like, it's user error. Talking about Daisy on the freaking radio. Yeah, and, and Colin, too, was like, you know, like, you got to own up to your shit, right? Like, right. What? I liked how Captain Glenn was going to investigate because that's what a good leader does. They want to make sure the problem is solved if there is yeah, a problem. Oh, you can't hear here. Okay, well, let's see where the problems are. <laughs> right. He like goes into every part of the boat you could be in, and yep, loud and clear, Captain Glenn, loud and clear, <laughs> oh <my laughs> over God. and over and over again. And they're just showing the other sides. The I mean, the other the other faces, the other people. Stardust. <laughs> I'm in the labs. I can hear you laughing. Right. <laughs> you know? I'm up top on the sail in the wind. <laughs> I can hear you. That didn't happen, but you know what I mean? No, but, <laughs> but basically. Well, I, right. So obviously they just weren't listening and, you know, they were chatting away and not paying attention. And each time there was an incident of bad service, like... It, it it's it's like a run, it was a running theme it wasn't just like oh this one time i wasn't there and in that instance i couldn't hear the radio because x y and z right so she's trying to give this like very specific excuses to a very general problem and that's just her head is in her ass and not at work exactly her head <laughs> is up gary's ass you mean yeah i was gonna say she thinks it's up colin's ass but it's not really it's really up gary's mm-hmm well, we get to meet Bonnie. I like her. Her energy was like a lot. She seemed really fun. And she's a yacht chef. 
Um, and Daisy was saying that they hadn't seen each other in three years because of right. COVID and just being on yachts and whatnot working. Mm-hmm. So, but it's interesting how they haven't seen each other, but Bonnie still keeps in good t- like contact with Daisy and like she knows all the Gary drama. Oh, she course, knows yeah. everything that's going <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone is leaving. They're gonna go to dinner. I love how Chase was like, I'd hit it talking about Bonnie. I was like, oh my God, Chase. Poor Chase is not getting any action. Oh God, poor Chase. <laughs> well, my thing is, why is Lucy, is, does Lucy have a boyfriend? I can't remember because nobody's yeah. trying to hook up with her. I don't think so, but I think she just made it very clear that she wasn't hooking up with anybody. Okay. See, Maybe. I can't even remember. I don't know. I was like, I feel like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't remember. And then here comes your favorite part. We see a little clip of captain glenn looking through the galley he's like vegetables no i don't he's want those opening and closing <laughs> drawers vegetables no you go away you get it from me <laughs> i was like there's one of katrina's memes she's about to make <laughs> he opened ice cream there it is and then they show him eating ice just sitting there eating ice cream <laughs> talking to himself and doing what he does alone on the boat i love it <laughs> i know I was find it interesting that Captain Glenn doesn't go out to dinner with them at all. Well, I don't think so because like Captain Sandy will go out on the last charter to dinner uh-huh. and yeah. then leave. Captain Jason is just like really all over the place. Like he's always hanging out with them. I feel like um, in uh, below deck Australia, but Captain Glenn is just like, oh, he's happy to be alone. I'm like, yeah, and I think I, I think he's like the other captains in that it's like my crew needs to have their time away from me you know yeah. like any good supervisor any good manager not necessarily supervisors but like the manager levels like they know you know like they're 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 um how to draw the line of professionalism and yeah well it's like you know your 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 underlings are gonna you know go out like let them have a good time like they don't need to be around their boss where they feel like they have to like put on a show like right let them let them go you know what i mean let him get drunk, motorboat, Daisy's booze. Plus, and... it's good TV, so like they're like gonna make sure this. The, the, like, Captain Glenn, stay in the galley, stay in the boat, <laughs> eat your ice cream. I mean, if I was the captain, I'd I'd want to stay back too because I mean, not putting aside the fact that I'm sober, it's just the fact that I'm old and I don't want to go out and party like they do. You know, I'd right. be more than happy to have it quiet on the boat and sit there on the deck like watching you know some movie on my laptop or something you know yeah i'd be totally chill with that sit in the hot tub i don't know yeah well then they're at dinner and it's a good thing captain glenn's not there because that's when chase likes to announce when i'm sorry mom if you're listening i don't think you are but he says if anyone wants to drop my bones they can i mean i have a massive cock i can't even say it i can't even say it (laughs) Can hetero life mate bleep stuff? <laughs> yeah, too much work. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> too kidding. Much work. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, he did. He was like, "Well, I'm uh, was I'm really intelligent or something, and I have a massive cock." <laughs> now, normally, when a guy says that, they're lying. I feel like any guy that has to talk about it is lying. But then, what we come to find out later, when he's wearing a speedo, is he might be telling the truth. He might actually be packing a little little something extra in there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on, Charlie. It's okay, <laughs> buddy boy. It's okay. Oh, we're Charlie. Ah, okay. uh, Charlie was. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> I was just like blushing, even saying that. 
Then we have a weird little converse, side conversation when Daisy, Gary, um, Alicia, and Bonnie go to smoke. They leave the dinner table. And this was a very awkward conversation. So awkward. Think? Yeah. Like, they're talking about Gary and Daisy's relationship and Colin's relationship. And, and Daisy was kind of flirting. And then Alicia was like, does she want them both? Like, you can't, you know, I guess she, she saw Yeah, the- she was like, wait, so are you guys, are you, what, what about Colin? Like, what is happening here? Like, so we have first a Bonnie, a clip of Bonnie telling um, uh, Daisy that she thinks that she and Gary are suited for each other because they're both dicks, which is true. <laughs> um, but also they're just their personalities, what she can tell. She's like, I think you're, so you know, very suited for each other. So you go forward, fast forward to this conversation and you she's had the opportunity to see her um daisy and colin interact so you know daisy's kind of wanting to know like well what do you think now that you've seen me with colin and she's still like yeah i don't get it but it's better but like you two yeah right like i can totally see you two but not i mean it's so blunt it's so awkward it's so like rude why are you having this conversation in public with gary right there and then alicia right there and Lisa's confused as fuck as she should be because she's trying to stay out of the drama. <laughs> right. I will say if I were Colin, it, let's say hypothetically that Daisy and Colin do get together after the season and Colin's watching back the season. If I were him, I'd break up with her. I would be done. I would be like, yeah. nope, there's too much that went on that would make me question everything. Right. Right. If he but. hadn't already, if he hasn't already. Yeah, there's ain't no way they're together. Yeah, well, I suspect by the way that the second episode of that this Double Decker one episode like ended, it looks it sounds to me like Colin's heading that direction, but I don't know. Who knows? So then we see Daisy making out with well, with their back on the boat, and it looked like Daisy and Gary both made out at the same time in the crew area. But then I had to rewind it. Did you rewind it like I did to see who kissed who first? Um, no, I did not. So I did. And it was definitely Gary kissing her first. Okay. But it looked like she didn't really back up. So it almost looked like they did at the same time. But he definitely made the move first. Did it again. But she didn't really resist or tell him no. It was like, no, Gary. Like, we shouldn't do that. And like walked away smiling. Yeah. And then she does it again later, but whatever. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that, first of all, mm, Mm -mm. if I were Colin, I'd be mad at Gary too. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Which he does get legitimately mad at Gary a little bit later for this kind of stuff. Cause they, they then did the, the engaged in very similar behavior where, right where Colin could see them. Right. And and he calls him out on it. But then he kind of like doesn't go anywhere and he does. I don't think he knows the full extent. And then he gets a little bit more of it later, you know, and I think he's starting to see more and more. And also that it's not just Gary. It's also Daisy, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, she is not an innocent party in this. Such a bitch. Oh, my God. She she's she's like out with Colin and she's with him. Oh, hi. But when she every time she's with Gary, she's laughing and carrying on and they're like touchy and grabby and feely and and McFeelerson and hands everywhere and they're basically making out kissing each other and even though they're not together it doesn't seem to matter and she is way more bubbly and 
with Gary than she is with Colin. She doesn't seem excited about Colin at all. I 100% agree. And that's why I think Daisy and Gary are actually two peas in a pod. Mm -hmm. I don't think Gary should be in any relationship, but I think that... (laughs) I think they feed off of one another and there's their negative traits like seem to feed off yeah. of one another. They can yeah. just stay together and not destroy every other good human being out there. Like yeah. Colin, who deserves <laughs> a woman, I know. a good woman. Colin, I love you. <laughs> Colin, if you're still single. <laughs> right. We have Lexi available. <laughs> yes, I love you, Colin. Oh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, I, I lost my my law I lost my place in my notes I got excited let's see <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah okay so then we see Gary and Mads having a deep conversation while wasted so it's really not that deep no and Gary's like he wants to be with her yada yada this is literally right after he attempted to make out with Daisy yeah, so he had tr- he's like a trying to attack Daisy in the galley or whatever it is, and then twenty minutes later he's like telling <laughs> telling Mads, "Well, you should move here to Europe. Europe, or I'll move to the United States. We should be together." She's like, "What?" And then the producers, "Oh God, love you, Vivi. I love your producers and you. Love it all." Um, the um. The, the the way they trolled Gary when he was saying this to to Mads, they 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 cut to twenty minutes earlier, <laughs> him trying to like <laughs> crazy. I'm like, oh, I love it, I love it. Uh huh. Yep. Um, and yeah. then he's like whispering to Mads about walking into the master bedroom and then saying something like, "Should we fuck Bonnie?" And I was like, "Say what?" <laughs> say what <laughs> you go from daisy to then telling mads you want to be with her and you love her to then wanting to like have a threesome i'm like now to each his own i'm not you know whatever but i'm saying let's like be clear here that gary has never once up to this point heretofore to use fancy lawyer language which we don't use anymore but anyway <laughs> that up to this point, we had not seen Gary engage in any kind of behavior or activity or words that would in- in- lead you to believe that he wanted an actual relationship with Mads on the boat, much less off the boat after the season. So suddenly him out of the blue with one of us should no, he's a completely wasted. And two, like, just as we start to see a little bit more of in the next episode, we we get a little bit more uh, as Colin is being awoken to the dynamics a little bit more. He's, he's like, we're getting to see a little bit more of, Oh, maybe Gary's uh, getting a little bit of comeuppance, you know, like, and Gary's like, Oh, is this because this is what I do to other people? Yeah. The only reason why he's even remotely pretending to say these things to Mads is because he's got his ego, butt hurt. <laughs> he's trying to make i think he's trying to make daisy jealous yeah well and he says that Mm -hmm. at the end of the second episode yep yep and then we see daisy and colin hooking up in one room mads and gary hooking up in another and bonnie sleeping in the third room by herself to which the next morning we see bonnie waking up just walking in just walking in to daisy i mean um to uh yeah, Daisy and Colin's room, 
while they're having sex and just like lays in bed with them. They had crawls in bed with them. Yeah. It, it like it was harder to tell in that scene. Like, did were they actively like were they do you think they were actively well we heard the moaning and stuff and then somebody said it i think bonnie said it later she's like yeah i walked in on them while they were having sex yeah (laughs) i don't know i know like if i don't know i don't have a sister i don't know what that's like but like if my brother was doing that i would never walk in mid yeah oh sibling weird no because they said it was like so they showed the time it was like four in the morning or some ridiculous thing because they show um mad's getting up and leaving the room she was in at some and then point. gary like what you're gonna stay with me you're gonna sleep with me and she's like no go away i'm done i'm done cuddling that's why i got out of bed <laughs> you know um and mm-hmm. then we see bonnie walking into the other room she doesn't even stop she doesn't even like she doesn't miss a beat she just immediately is like okay scoot over i'm getting jumping in bed which they're in one of the side guest rooms those are those beds are smaller like she was in the master why doesn't anyway if you're gonna I do know. Bed, bedtime shenanigans i say do it in the bigger bed but whatever super weird all very well, then, weird. now it's the next day everyone looks hungover like they normally do and whatever um they have a meeting about the new charter guests and i'll be honest i thought this was going to be the worst charter i've ever seen on below deck. so too i thought it was going to yeah. be the guys that like we see the preview for of like getting all like whatever like all mad at each other but it oh yeah well we learned about the primary charter guest named brian and his preference sheets sheets plural are three <laughs> pages long three pages long for just <laughs> he says something in there like my preferences yes are number one most important if it comes down to it basically like don't Between, worry about everyone else yeah he specifically like was <laughs> i was like this guy's a take priority over theirs i was like he's gonna be an asshole and as we come to learn he's actually really fun yeah but, really fun really nice these are actually really fantastic charter guests they <laughs> were they, really cool and they blew it away too service wise they like back on their game like daisy didn't have her head up her asshole so, right so the whole group um were gay men and they wanted to do like a pride themed charter so when they arrive um aisha made rainbow skewers of fruit which were super Love cute those. and she went all in she did this charter i was like oh my god so many different colors for the flag so many different things she mm-hmm. definitely made it awesome and he expected, so he said, like, one course, one night is going to be a 10-course tasting menu, and then, which is insane, right? As as we see, it takes him, like, seven hours or something. No, not, I don't think it was quite that long, but it was pretty long. Um, and then another night, the other night, they wanted to do uh, where each, the rain, like, they wanted to do a, the rainbow themed, right? So she decided to do each course was a different color of the rainbow of the pride flag yep so it was a tasty menu there too it was was really cool she she did amazing she did amazing well what's cool is the charter guests got on and pretty much right away they were able to sail and captain glenn was healing real hard with like a 20 degree angle everyone's yelling shit's flying everywhere he warned them though he said it's going to be a pretty heavy one so make sure you're super stoked or stoked or whatever stoked and why is so they're all like you know downstairs going oh god Uh, and at least she's got to prep for her 10 course meal while they're healing 
I was like, oh, I don't blame she her. She wasn't for ready. Upset. And so she was having issues. I don't blame her at all because she needs like more of a prep. You know, she needs more prep time so she can put her stuff away and get ready. The other girl maybe just don't need as much time to stow things. But I swear to God, every single time they do this, Daisy's like, God damn it. Why the fuck do we have to do this? Like, Daisy, you're, you're a sailing yacht. Like, that's literally <laughs> the entire point of the charter is to sail. Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, God, here we go, you know, but when you're not really serious about it, you know, you're just like, oh, God damn it thing. You know, I didn't get the doors closed and you're not really upset. Right. Right. She legitimately sounds upset, like the way that they do when when beach picnics are talked about because they hate. Beach yes. Picnics. Yes. And they're, they mm-hmm. talk about it with the same kind of, you know, emotion. And it's like, but. But but you were literally a sailing yacht, you know. Like this is what you're supposed to do. So shut up, Daisy. Anyway, <laughs> well, then we see a boat next to them, an- another big sailboat, and <laughs> apparently it's a known thing that when you're near another sailboat and you're both sailing to try like try to race one another. So we see Captain Glenn calling the boat on the radio. No and... note to listeners. I did not fact check that. So yeah. we're we're going with it because Captain Glenn said it and Captain Glenn can do no wrong. So right. we're going with it. Not independently right. verified by the broadcast. So he was like, he didn't ask them to race them, but he did say, hey, we're going to pull up near you. Near, we're we're going to be sailing alongside you for a little bit, which, hey. you know, you do want to communicate to each other out there. Of course. So uh, then they do. And then next thing you know, we see them racing. I think they're racing. And Captain Glenn, <laughs> Captain Glenn says that they won. I don't know. I really don't know. Don't know. But then the, one of the guests is like, is he, he would win, win a race when the other person doesn't know you're racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yes. fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So. We then see Colin and Gary having a conversation on deck and Colin says that Gary is completely contradicting himself saying one thing like, Oh no, I don't like Daisy. And then one moment he's saying, I do like her. I had feelings for her. And so he's going back and forth per usual. And I'm just like, I don't know how Colin is friends with somebody like that, to be honest. And I don't think he realizes how he is either. As this episode goes on, he's like, I, you know, he's maybe, maybe, He's not really, he's kind of, he's supposed to be my friend, but he's not really. (laughs) Yep. And then we see the dinner that Alicia does, which is amazing. And some of the food that she had, um, like she started with almond and grape gazpacho. She brought out beef and pork stuffed olives, followed by a squash blossom. Never had any of these foods before never had pork stuffed olives i mean i don't even eat meat but like right no, never had that i've had gazpacho but not almond and grape gazpacho like it all so. looked amazing it sounded amazing the 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 guests were loving it and this is from a guy like the head the primary he one of the things on his three-page preference sheet was if you don't if you don't know like the cuisine like like if it's like a foreign cuisine or you know whatever like i'd prefer you just don't do it rather than stray from your wheelhouse like don't try to like give me fancy you know anything basically right. and so she's like oh, okay whatever but you know she has her wheelhouse is everything right so she's just like and she blows them away and i love to see somebody who put that kind of nonsense on his preference sheet not actually be an asshole in real life it was kind yes, of yes for sure and Captain Glenn was 
complimenting the interior, saying that they were way better on the radios this charter. I felt like the vibe and energy of the overall charter from day one was just way different and better than any of the other charters we had seen right. this season. It's amazing how when Daisy doesn't have her head up her ass, um, the whole entire thing runs a lot more smoothly. <laughs> yes. Know? Yes. Everything's a mess if she's a mess. Um, then this is where Mads pisses me off. Okay. So I oh. like I don't know how I feel about her. I'll be honest. I'm mm-hmm. still indifferent. I yeah. get it. She's being straightforward with Gary, but she's also playing him. I think she's oh, playing yeah. him. So Absolutely. And we Alex. See, she's yeah. So we see Mads calling Gary a gnat, saying basically he just keeps coming at you. He just won't go away. Right. I can definitely see that analogy. Fine. But then she kind of goes for the low blow. And she said if she was really trying to go for better, she would go uh, would have made out with Alex. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. So ooh. what I found really fascinating, what interesting about this whole thing was, yeah. So you've got that. You've got the first thing, calling him a gnat, which is kind of like, okay, it's true. Because he kept right. coming over and it was trying to like get all, and, and I get it, especially if she's not really into him. Except for when she's drunk, which we see later, or whatever. Or we saw the night before. Whatever when the whatever night we see them together, it, you know. Um, I, and then um so you have you have her um sorry, brain fart. Um and then okay, so so they're talking about how oh, a couple of things could have gone really differently this summer, talking about who they're making out with night one mm-hmm. and how like Gary was like oh yeah I shouldn't have made out with you or when uh, that night one she's like no the first night I was making out with Chase you know because Gary you know Gary wasn't there that first night right and or whatever and he was like oh no <laughs> you know except Gary was oh you're you know down what going downgrading and she's <laughs> or upgrade whatever you know what I mean right I'm trying to recap it but that little extra piece, like, I just thought, you know, he's clearly fishing for compliments, right? And mm-hmm. and they're kind of, like, teasing their, around this, like, subject of them, right? Um, and, but yeah, like, she she was kind of mean, but and not that he doesn't necessarily deserve it, right. but, like, I mean... Has she had at this point had a conversation with him about this? No, no, I don't know. Has she? No. I mean, she's told him numerous times that this is going to go nowhere and that they're just hooking up and he just follows around like a sad puppy dog. Yeah. But what I didn't like was Colin was like, that was ruthless. I agree. But then Carrie, Gary, Gary, Gary says that he always tries to talk about things with Mads and it doesn't get resolved. I'm like, what do you mean doesn't get resolved? She's told you every single time she doesn't want anything from you. She does not want a relationship. She does not want uh, anything. Sleeping with you. Right. So I'm like, Gary's just in his own little world. He can't take that for an answer. Like he can't comprehend someone not wanting to be with him. Yeah. I think that that's part of it. I mean, his ego's bruised and he doesn't understand. He, he's, he like, it's, he's seen things in such a weird way i think i think he legitimately just doesn't see mads telling him oh no i really i just it's 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 casual i just it's just sex like i don't think he hears that from her i think what he hears is all the other women where he's wanted to be casual with them they Mm -hmm. do the thing where they are casual back to him 
you know, like, oh, look at me. I'm so right. breezy. I'm so breezy. It's okay. Like they really are like in love with Gary, but mm-hmm. they're trying to be cool because they know that in play it cool because they know that like he doesn't want anything more serious. So they're doing that. Oh, I, I'm, I, you know, it's casual. It's fine. It's casual. Everything's cool. That that thing. And I think that's what Gary's hearing from Mads, even though Mads is actually serious about it. Yeah, I agree for sure. Yeah. <laughs> these kids are playing these games. I'm like, Gary is too old to be playing these games. Seriously. <laughs> oh. Well, then we move on to see, uh, season four, episode 15. She loves me not. And we continue to see Alicia killing the 10 course dinner. The guests are loving it. It's after midnight and they're so full. They want to go to bed. Such and- a long, like they started, they started um, dinner. Nine. Like as, as, as Daisy would say, half nine or nine 30 as the rest of us call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we see the producer asking Mads, why is Gary offended by her joke? And she says, it's an ego thing. And I'm like, it's yeah. a I mean, how would she feel if, like, he I said, I upgraded my... Yeah, I don't think it was a joke. Like, it was one of those, it's it's a joke. I'm going to say it as a joke, but it's not really a joke. Like, the content yeah. is is actually, I'm serious about, but I'll say it as a joke, because how? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we see Daisy talking about not wanting to upset Gary and having to put boundaries between them. Which I'm like, and she doesn't want to upset Colin as well, but I'm like, what do you mean doesn't want to upset Gary? If you like Colin and you want to be with Colin... It's okay to upset somebody by setting boundaries. But see, that's where that's clue that she doesn't really see him that way because she doesn't want to upset him because she actually likes him. Mm-hmm. Yep. If she, if she didn't, if she wasn't trying to like straddle that fucking fence, you know, like, like your mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, she, that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to have her cake and eat it too. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but she's trying to have the best of both worlds here, right? You know, it wouldn't be a problem if she really was literally just friends with Gary and there wasn't this underlying emotional current that is going between them that still completely needs to be dealt with, obviously. Because if she if if she didn't have that, then she wouldn't have any problems drawing that line with Gary. But when you can't tell him to stop manhandling me and kissing me then maybe, maybe that should tell you something. Exactly. It's not like mm-hmm. Colin's asking for a lot here, you know? He's really not. And they're, you know, everyone's on this small vessel. It's like everything can be seen, heard. It's so rude and inappropriate. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not cool. Yeah. Not cool. It's not cool at all with Gary or Daisy and Colin starting to see the light of it is beautiful. But what is cool is Chase and Gary trying to put on the Speedos and Chase saying that he can't, he's trying to put his dick in the Speedo and he's having trouble. And little Gary's like, his dick isn't that big. And I was like, oh my God. Oh God. So the conclusion is that we believe Chase has a giant cock. Yes. (laughs) Yep. He was loving wearing the Speedo too. So I think that they were taking one for the team. It was so fun. They were like, just, they were loving it. They were having a blast. They were. They are great personalities to do that. And you hear uh, um, Chase saying later or now, I can't remember, simply during the episode that he'll do, he's willing to do anything to make a guest happy. Yeah. So this is just part of that. And Gary clearly is too. So it's great to see. It's funny. 
It was funny. The guests loved it. And I thought it was funny too when they were standing outside and on the sun deck and or Chase was like, we look like Neapolitan ice cream based on their suntans. <laughs> right. The and, white, and, red, <laughs> dark. And, and the, the, yeah, the, the white where their shorts are and then <laughs> normally are everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they're out there in the water toys with the um guests in their speedos and i think it's fantastical <laughs> one of the guests was like can you put lotion on me and his boyfriend <laughs> or husband is like in the water like oh my gosh i was like i love these guys they were so fun <laughs> yes i was like these guys are a blast yeah they seem like it and the highlight of the episode for me was when captain glenn gives gary a wedgie in a speedo Mm-hmm. oh like- my god yes thank you thank you lord <laughs> praise jesus and all things holy at production in <laughs> below deck i was like this is hilarious because <laughs> she's like come here you got something on you or some i don't remember what it was yeah it was the perfect it was like so perfect because you did not see it coming at all and you couldn't let me get that <laughs> yanks it up. oh my gosh yanks it up as tutor hilarious Yes. Um, and then shocker a few minutes after that we see gary again in the crew mess trying to kiss daisy and colin is in the engine room and can hear everything going on gary ah, <laughs> gary your, your daisy impression is hilarious gary don't kiss me <laughs> i'm sorry i cannot do an irish Love accent your daisy impression <laughs> it's so obnoxious um so colin is obviously now listening further and he's not happy right but so then we get to see the crew decorating for pride and everything looks fabulous from the decorations to the outfits that the guests wore lots of rainbows unicorns it was really cool yeah what i really liked is that each course that they served, the crew changed colors of the rainbow. So they would yes. bring course, they were red and then they were, you know, orange. So this was the dinner that Alicia did. Each course, a different color of the rainbow. And the way that Daisy did, I'll hand her this as a stew. She did a great job with this decision is having the people who are serving it be that wearing the same color. So they, it had, uh, yeah. And then some of them, they, they would switch clothes. Like, okay, you, you did red. Okay, now go and put on, you know, pink or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. So cute. I loved it. Yeah. And we see Colin moping around sad. And then Daisy asked Colin what's wrong, which I don't know why she had asked that. Kind of obvious. Realize, she doesn't realize her own behavior either. She's like Gary in that way. That's another reason I, why they, they vibe together. They're vibing. Exactly. <laughs> and he says that colin says she should tell him that she has feelings for him so gary will back off and yeah. you know and he, she's like oh, well, he knows that we're together so it's not like it eh. then stop mm-hmm. doing that stop doing this shit in front of him don't i mean don't do it at all but don't especially have to in front of him <laughs> i mean i know um and then we see Gary and Chase dancing, like doing a fan dance. They had these big like rainbow fans and outfits and they were looking so adorable together. The they guests were. were loving it. Um, <laughs> This is like my second favorite part. Uh, Lucy goes to take the champagne cork off the next day and the next morning and it hits her in the face. And not funny. Then, That's like not funny, but yeah. And then they flash back to, to Glenn 
when he and this now makes total sense to me about why the producers left that had that scene in there and i was like why is he even saying that because mads w- didn't have it in front of her face there was no issue because let's uh, you know let's have a recap of the scene that last time was mads opened a bottle of champagne and it pop or it popped nothing hit her in the face or anything like that um Unless, I mean, maybe Gary hit her in the face with something, but Gary's blown <laughs> in the face. I don't know. Um, Gary popped. Gary popped <laughs> prematurely. Um, and then, um, and, and you have Glenn saying, don't put your head out your face over that, and you know, always with the cage, and da, 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 that's why you have a cage, and all this stuff. And that wasn't even like the issue that, that uh, Mads had had. So I was like, well, why are you being a dick? That that didn't call for it, but I see why that is in there now because now flash forward to this scene where she does get hit in the face with the pop with the with the 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 cork that popped with because the cage was off and her face was over it. The two things that Captain Glenn had said, no, don't do. Well, so, then the the charter guest goes, I think we need another glass. <laughs> like, like she needs some champagne or something. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, but I love how they did like the flashback too. It was like I felt like it was like slowed down or it was like black and white. It was like don't yeah. keep, it was like keep the cage on. Uh-huh. It was so I, good. I, I I I've said every every episode is I gotta hand it to the producers of the show. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. All of these little tidbits we notice. We as an audience we notice this stuff, mm-hmm. and it is so good. We definitely notice it. Keep it up. Thank you. Okay, that's my yes. And we see Brian, the head primary guest. Um, we see them leaving, and he told Captain Glenn and the crew that he was so happy about everything that they had done and it was so wonderful and he started tearing up he was that happy yes and we find out during the tip meeting that they left thirty thousand dollars insane the highest tip they've ever gotten Mm -hmm. so clearly showed that their stepped up service daisy with her head out of her ass is better than daisy with her head in her ass um and yeah and they all did great and the speedos did their job and they all got they like yeah right and before i go on <laughs> they're then they get what? so then they get the news they're picking up their charter guest tomorrow yes wah, wah, wah. Wah. <laughs> and before i get into the rest of the episode i have to tell everyone because i told you earlier um how funny the commercial was with captain jason yes. dancing around to i'm too sexy for this boat <laughs> Like Captain Jason from Below Deck Australia, which is the new season is coming out in a few weeks. I Mm -hmm. I didn't see the date. I was too busy looking at his bare chest that I didn't see the date. So bravo. Well done on this this commercial. (laughs) I was laughing so hard. I was trying to find it online to then post it to my Instagram story, but I couldn't find it online. I just took the video. So I might have to do that at some point. But that's what I do. He's like, <laughs> we see like Aisha ripping off his shirt and like he's dancing on the boat. Uh, I'm too sexy for the sun deck or something. I was like, oh my God. So Alicia's going to be the chef? No, Aisha, the stew. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Not um, Alicia, Aisha. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I was laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. And he is so hot. I cannot wait to watch this next season. It was a fantastic commercial. I will say that. I'm yeah. excited. Well, then we get back to the new meeting where they go over the new charter guests and we find out it's a thruple. It's a man, his husband, and their boyfriend. 
Yeah, I know this, this is gonna be good. I think oh, this is the one where they're like get getting fighting. Get, like, fight it at the dinner table. And yes. I'm here for it. And then Daisy asked Gary if he's gonna be the garnish for her and Colin. And I was like, that's not appropriate. So so okay, this whole conversation, there was parts of it that really disturbed me. And and this is why is because he they were talking about a thruple and they and they were explaining what a thruple was to mm-hmm captain glenn but then they said something about a da 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 and 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 an abc party and he, they're like what's an abc party and he's like anything but clothes and like how do you know that and he's like <laughs> oh, oh he's like i know a lot of things <laughs> and then that's when he makes a comment about a garnish and then that's when call, fucking daisy fucking daisy says gary <laughs> gary's my garnish the common of me <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I don't even know how I sound. I don't want to listen to this episode back when it comes out. <laughs> I don't fantastic. want to hear it. It is fantastic. <laughs> um, so Daisy tells Gary, hey, we should stop flirting. Colin doesn't like the way we we interact, mm-hmm. which doesn't really do anything but I think provoke him even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he, Gary shows her a flower that's dead. And he was like, it's, it looks beautiful, but it's dead. Like our relationship. I was like, what? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I think it was pretty cool because they, they had to do the charter the next day. They had a chef and like servers come on the boat so they could yeah. just enjoy themselves and not have to go anywhere. So it was cool to see like Alicia being taken care of by a chef and not having to cook anything. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. And sure enough, after dinner, there's Gary and Daisy flirting. Mm-hmm. And that's when Gary says the quote of the day, are we with these people to try and get back at one another? And she's like, what the fuck? No. Which she Which got is mad, so bullshit. but it is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Because she just she had just finished saying something about how I'm with Colin and you're with Mads and, you know, just go. And oh, and then that's when he says in response, are we with these people to make the other's jealous and yeah she is a hundred percent lying when she pretends to get mad about it no she thinks that she's not mad she thinks that but she she's not no she knows like in her deep the deepest part of her like her chucha kucha cooter the deepest part of her her cooter you sound like a Amy or Tammy from Thousand Pound Sisters, don't they like say cooter? <laughs> they <laughs> the use the cooter part word a lot. Cooter. She knows that she's not really mad and that it's true and whatever. And that, you know, Colin's this good, great guy that, uh, you know, she should just, she's just with him because everybody, like, he's good on paper for her. Although I think he'd be good off paper too, but she's like, no, like everybody thinks he's the greatest, right? So I'm with him. I got to be the greatest, you know, I got to be the greatest too. And I don't really, you know, but I don't really want Gary, but I think she knows, she knows mm-hmm. in her future, she's, she still wants him. Definitely. And then we see Mads and Gary starting to hook up in his bed. So Chase sleeps in the crew mess <laughs> and <laughs> Mads wakes Chase up after they're done and says, go to your bed. Then Gary leaves his room butt ass naked. His oh, who, his his fuck. penis is blurred out, and he's like, "Mads, are you coming back? Are you coming back?" Like he desperately needs Mads to sleep with him. She's like, "Was no. this is one when Alex and what's and they like they walk in to the bedroom 
and oh, mm-hmm. Gary is literally um, going down on eating dessert. <laughs> well, I can look at me trying to be all like after I'm saying massive cock, like I'm dancing around. Yeah, he's eating her out like under yes. the blanket. <laughs> yes you know what boggles my mind or blows my mind is that they know there are cameras in the rooms right like okay obviously they don't care fine whatever but like if it were me i don't know if i'd want my mom seeing that on i don't know but i'm whatever. actually doing like yeah you're not seeing his like mouth in her cooter but you know that's what's happening so like i wouldn't want my family even seeing that that knowing yeah. that it was happening you know yeah much less yeah. having the camera at my cooter to see. Although they might have one. Who knows? Maybe they're going to surprise us with some some footage that we yeah. don't need. Like, like Gary, the unedited video of Gary's pack. I don't need right. to see it, but it's probably out there. Sorry, I know you're to watch it production. He probably <laughs> sent you. it to definitely send it to women. Oh, oh yeah. Well, There's and I forgot to mention. Gary dick pics out there. Before they start hooking don't up and everything. It huh don't send them to me people you know how they like to send me dick pics no don't send them to me but you know there's a gary dick pics exist there has to be so i will say before all this happened of the hooking up that night mads was saying at dinner that she felt bloated because she's on her period and then she said just kidding so of course alex and whoever else took that they didn't hear the just kidding part and next thing you know, they see Gary going down on her. I can't they believe I'm even saying this. Literally, seriously. Oh my God, this was the funniest. Right. And the next day, Gary or uh, Captain Glenn is walking through the boat. It's a mess. And everyone is saying to Gary, hey, you know, you're going down on Mads. And she said this to us last night. And he freaks out and confronts her with it in front of Lucy. I was like, everything about this is so freaking childish and disgusting this game of telephone right yeah. it was like she said it to gary in front of like chase who told alex who then repeats it to gary who then tells lucy who then comes back to to mads <laughs> like what i'm like what the hell first of all i'm pretty sure he would have re- like if she was he would have known second of all who like that i don't want to know i don't this is one thing i don't want to know i don't want to know but they're putting all their business out there on tv so that's how and then that's how the episode ends and i was just like yeah the stupid like circle jerk of the um her saying she was on her period and then he was going down on her like how that whole thing transpired and what every person along the way said to recount the story is so wrong it's like exactly the classic game of telephone because they're trying to convey the same thing the 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 the, the conveyance is that she's on her period which she did say but she also said just kidding you also have to take it in context and was she serious overall or not even if she hadn't said just kidding i probably would have taken her for joking because that would be a funny thing to say at dinner it's something i would say I would totally make that joke with, and I haven't had a period in 20 years. Like it's just, <laughs> you know, it would, it's because it's a funny thing to say. I think I'm, yeah. cause I'm 12 years old. Apparently that's the kind of humor I like. So like for that to have been said the way that it was in the context it was and everything. And for each person along the line to relay it differently for then Gar- Gary to come and make that <laughs> comment shouldn't you don't you think you should have told me are we close enough that you could have told me it's like 
He like attacked her. Why didn't you attack her? Like, stop, back it up. She had no idea what the fuck you were talking about there, Turbo. Like, settle down, bring it down a few notches. One, don't you think you would have noticed? Yeah. You know know what? To be honest, I don't think he would give a shit. I really don't think he would do it. You know, whatever. If that's your deal, go for it. You know, he's so, I mean, whatever. Edward Cullen, yeah. have at it, but you know, like whatever you want to do. Like this was so uh, like this made my stomach churn just because of like the nature of the conversation. I'm like, <laughs> I was just watching it going. These people, this constant game of you don't fucking have any idea what the fuck is happening around you. Every single one of them seeming in- inflicted with this same thing. Every single goddamn one of them, you know, <laughs> has no idea what's happening, and they make all these assumptions. And then they make their next statement without having any of those things answered or any of it. So they're like Gary immediately attacking her. First of all, she has no idea what you're talking about. Second of all, like, why are you attacking her? You know, you took everything at face value. It's uh, just, just bad. I agree. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that's, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> that was it. They, they left us there. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they left us talking about whether, oh God. I can't wait for next week or can I? I don't can know. we like, is like, do we get, are we going to get more of Mads' period talk? <laughs> hey, if we get the thruple fighting, I'm all in. I want I'm the thruple fighting. I, yeah, I want the dinner table. Who do you think's going to win? Like, I, do you think that the, like the boyfriend is going to fight with the husband, one of the husbands, or do you think the two husbands are going to fight? Wait, or all three, three of them. Uh, I no, mean, like you know, the married couple, and then there's oh, the, the two husbands, right, 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 right. So, do you um, think it'll be the two husbands fighting, or one of the husbands fighting the boyfriend? Oh, I, I think it's going to be the boyfriend and one of the husbands. Yeah, no, I think it might be one of the other guests. Oh, are really? They, aren't they bringing other guests on? Yeah, their mom, I think, and like oh. their mom. I don't know. I, don't I wasn't I don't remember I but... feel like I feel like maybe it was one of the other guests involved damn but I don't know I mean you might be right I, who, who, why do I know I don't know anything I need more fighting yeah I want fighting I want it actually I, want I, I, I don't need more fighting everyone but it would be nice <laughs> distraction of my life to see some drama that's not my life speaking so. of distractions from your life you have just well been watching jury duty on Amazon so good everyone you need to watch that show i cried laughing at the end she cried laughing no no like heartwarming oh. like laughing it was really beautiful at the end i had no idea it was supposed to be like an inspirational happy story no this is not a reality show right this it is. is oh it is it's a well it's a scripted slash reality show so it's the first show um and i i mean they this isn't ruining anything for anyone but basically everybody in the courtroom from the ju- judge to the lawyers to the jury are all actors except for one person so they basically go through this whole court case presenting evidence following them around for jury all the jury stuff um and and there's one person who thinks it's all real and everybody else is in on the joke oh that sounds amazing and what's really good is all of these actors are um what do you call it improv actors except for so james marsden is in it and he's like the one like actual like hollywood actor charlie that you would recognize and he was even good improving i mean it was really really good they basically told this guy that um you know they were they were doing a show about jury duty like following juries jurors 
and they made it seem like he got picked and everything. It was crazy. So he, you know, they obviously casted a good guy that they really liked. Um, so without ruining the ending, I will say that it was just like really, really great to see the interactions. It reminded me of The Office mixed with like a reality TV. I don't know. It kind of felt like The Office vibes. If you like The Office and the quirky characters of The Office, that's how some of these improv actors were. So it was really cool. And at the end, I did read about it and they said that they had to like pull back sometimes when they thought that maybe he was getting suspicious and they like would do five hours of just straight court, no bullshit, like just to like make him think that it really was, you know, court. But it was it was really, really good. Awesome. Highly recommend. Awesome. Awesome. I, I'm going to go watch that. I personally have been doing a Sons of Anarchy uh, binge watch, um, which is quite good. Um, but you also need a break from it. You know I mean? There's, but, but you know what, like going and watching, like cutting loose from like my own reality and just watching these guys shoot each other up and all these things that are just completely foreign. Now, I don't know, maybe it's exactly how Sons of Anarchy, this is how exactly how motorcycle clubs work. Right. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a fucking clue what it's, what it's like these clubs do. For all I know, it could be completely accurate. could be completely not accurate. I have no idea. But watching it, I can break from my own reality. It's a big enough break from my own reality that I can just, I can watch it and just be like, oh, he's really, really good looking. And he's half naked in most of it. Like Charlie Hunnam. Oh, mm, guy who plays Jax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, even you would dig him. I think. I've watched a few seasons of it and then I just fell off and haven't gone back. And that was years and years ago. So Got it. Yeah. You sound like me. Like, I watched it years ago, fell off, don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we also, Amazon Prime was the, carries the Duggar documentary, the Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets that we just did an episode on um, with Becca, that our religious expert, culty expert person who came on and talked us through um all of that so um if you haven't listened to that episode that's the episode before this episode go and uh listen to that it's fantastic mm-hmm. um it was i i thought so i i mean yeah. shoot her own horn i thought she's it was amazing i yeah, really really like having her on yeah and she's just so fun to talk to mm-hmm. um but she's also really incredibly knowledgeable i was rereading her her biography she has like four master's degrees Oh my gosh, good for Master, her. Her, her MDivs, Master's in Divinity. She has like four different ones on top of her doctorate. Well, I mean, and she's, she's got like two bachelor's degrees. She's got like... She's amazing. Like four different M- Master's of Divinity and different things. And then she has her 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 doctorate. But um, just like you, you have your doctorate. Dr. Alexi um, <laughs> at your service. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait no wrong wait no <laughs> sorry <laughs> too many things i'm watching on tv no you know what else i started watching okay so watching sons of anarchy is on hulu right so i've been on hulu and i you know i hadn't been on it in a while so i was like flipping through it there's this show called um something is called influencer influence i don't know something like that and mm-hmm. I didn't click on it because I was like, I don't want to watch a show about Instagram influencers or, you know, TikTok influencers. Like I live in that world, unfortunately, like as, <laughs> as a blogger, right? I live in that world. I didn't really want to, you know, watch anything on it. But then 
I don't know, I clicked on it and then I was like, oh, this seems interesting. You know, this woman met Anna Delvery in prison and decided she wanted to be like her. And I was like, oh. Oh my God, are you serious? So I, I was like, oh, wait, that sounds a little different than just like influencers. So I started watching it and yeah, these are like, these are like social media influencers who get too big for their britches and do engage and they're basically it's all the con men and fraudsters and it's them getting taken down so i I, now i'm watching it i'm totally in i'm all bought in 100 percent. absolutely recommend watching it bite-sized episodes really you know you only want to watch one episode at a time whatever you don't have have to look into that you know, you don't need to like watch like, you know, all of them. If you just want to, you know, you can just watch one and it's fine. They're all standalone episodes. Um, so it's, that's been really good. Um, Ooh, yeah, I like that. So, um, I've been watching that, some of that as well, but yeah, so that's, that's nice. what's happening on my end, my end of the world. <laughs> Very nice. And baseball. I'm watching a lot of baseball. My my giants are doing they're doing remarkably well. They just have rent won 10 games in a row, which I know what's happening with Cincinnati. I know all that. That's fantastic. I'm not trying to take away from that. But the Giants didn't get any love for their 10-game win streak because Cincinnati's doing all that amazing shit. And that's all good. I'm not trying to like, you know, I don't want to rain on your parade, Cincinnati. You've been you've got some really awesome things going on. Um, and anyway, so baseball <laughs> it's nice season. i haven't watched any baseball i don't watch baseball but it's the only sport i don't watch. Yeah, which is so interesting because like hockey is the only one that i don't and that's like, oh really that's your like main one right and no, I, was in, I was talking to a friend of mine about this because she's a hockey fan goes to a lot of hockey games she lives in north carolina she lives in raleigh so she goes to the hurricanes right she's a hurricanes fan and um, I've, you know, never really been into hockey, even though I like, all, you know, and I don't like really basketball either. Like it's mm-hmm. not like a college basketball, like, you know, watch like everybody else final four stuff, but I don't really like NBA. I don't get into it that much. I don't dislike it. I just don't watch it. Um, and I was saying to her, this one girl that I, I don't, hockey is the one that I don't watch. She's like, I didn't used to watch hockey either until I went to a game and then once I started going to games here as as you know the because of the the hurricane you know the North Carolina hurricane or whatever the Carolina hurricanes she's like once I went to a few games then I fell in love with it and became a fan and I said that's it's what so I heard good to watch over live. and over and over again that's what I hear and and that I say that I'm not a hockey fan, but I definitely could be convinced to be one, you know. Wait, have you not gone? Have you never gone to a game? No. I know, right? I know. Capitals tickets are so expensive too, but you'll have to you have to go to a game. I I I, I I'll, I'll see if I can I can I sometimes get free tickets. So if I if those come up, I'll let you know. We can go. We'll see. I'll I'll just see. I mean, so I'll go. I'll go. I'll I'll definitely go. I mean, I'll see if, if I can scrounge up tickets on my end is what I meant (laughs) no I would definitely go and you know for those of you guys who don't know my husband had a life mate who produces this podcast he works in tv morning news right now but his he spent 25 years in radio and most of that was in sports broadcasting so that's his wheelhouse right is so when I and when I met him he was working at the college sports channel so he was in you know so I was in like I had all basketball at all, you know, everything was all college sports all the time. And 
because he knows so much sports, like he's been to the hockey games and the, 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 the and he, you know, everything. Um, but hockey, we've gone to football games together. And we've gone to baseball games together. We've never gone to a hockey game together. Maybe we should. Yeah, we should. We should go to a Caps game um, down here. And then I've got friends who live up in Buffalo. We can go to a Sabres game because, you know, everybody likes the Bills, likes the Sabres. And I got friends up there. I can go there. Anyway. Totally. Okay. So anyway, um, that's all we got for you guys today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch us next time for Wet Wednesday. Bye. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.